Geraldine Headley's Paediatric Online Summit will be held on Sunday the 11th of November 2018. To find out more and to book your tickets, go to mentoringwithgeraldine.com. FX Medicine. I'm Andrew Whitfield-Cook. Joining us on the line today is Geraldine Headley. Integrating 25 years of paediatric nursing with a decade of naturopathy, Geraldine uses her knowledge, humour and skill set to support both fellow practitioners and families around the globe. Welcome to FX Medicine. Geraldine, how are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. It's brilliant to be here. Now, the first thing I have to congratulate you on is happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I've had the flowers, I've had the hair done. I'm very happy. And you have to work. You have to do a podcast. Something's oh, not I'm right coping. with your day. I'm coping. It's great to be able to chat, Andrew. I don't mind at all. First of all, can, can you take us through a little bit of your nursing history? Because it's quite extensive. You've nursed around the world and several hospitals. Tell us what happened. Okay. So um, when I was at school, I you know, I wanted to be a nurse. And my mother said, no, you don't want to do that. You get a bad back. Um, so that was like off the cards. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, ain't that the truth? And um, so I just went on the OE, you know, you go overseas and you end up traveling. And I was in Nepal and I met this group called Healing the Children and they were doing cleft lip and palate surgery. Hmm. So I hung out with them. I didn't really do anything. I hung out with them and then went to the UK and did lots and then thought, oh, I'd still quite like to be a nurse, you know. And, um, and then I thought, well, I better find out. So I got back in contact with all these surgeons and ended up going to El Salvador and helping them out because, of course, I wasn't a nurse, but helping them out. I thought, what if I don't like blood? Mm. <laughs> you know, I can't be a nurse if I don't like blood. And, um, well, I mean, like it, but, you know, not dislike it. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I ended up in El Salvador helping them in the theatres. And I thought, yeah, you know what, I can do this. And went back to the UK and trained to be a nurse. So I trained in Wales, mm. in Cardiff. Mm at the Prifsigal, and then um, moved to Nottingham. And I actually, first of all, moved into oncology. So it was um, cleft lip and palate, which is what I'd been doing, um, which is what I'd seen in El Salvador and in Nepal. Mm. And um, and then I went out into the wards. And in the UK, you qualify and you go out and run the ward. Yep. There's no interim. There's no you know graduate year or anything else. The last six weeks of your training you run the ward that you're allocated on, and then off you go. So there I was in Nottingham running a ward, newly qualified, thinking, oh, my goodness, golly gracious, gee whiz, this is a nightmare. I had you know, I had 30 patients, myself and one other qualified nurse, and two auxiliaries, and I've got three pancreatitis, one um, one lady died, My one God. lady just come off specialing that I was suctioning every half an hour, you know, and it was people were going to theatre and coming back and it was just, and it was like that every day, but that was the penultimate day and I just went home yeah. to my then boyfriend, now my husband, and I said, I can't do this. I don't, I don't think I can do this. Yeah. I just have to go back to working in restaurants and stuff. And, um, and he said, oh, there's signs up all over the hospital for neonates. Why don't you do that? All right, then I'll do that. Anything. I've got to get off the ward. I can't do the ward. And um, 
got off and went into neonates and intensive care and special care of the newborn. And then I'd um, I'd sort of work all around the hospital, but then I ended up because working more and more in paediatrics and and I was working in theatres and and in, and in intensive care. So that's what I did. Then I went came to Australia and I went to Melbourne first of all and I worked there at the children's and yeah. went back to the UK and I went to research for a while because I just had a little baby and then I was in New Zealand. <laughs> so I was back and forth, back and forth all over the place. Yeah. And then I ended up in Adelaide and I worked in theatres here in recovery and I thought, oh, it's not as good as intensive care and oh, I might just do something else and um, oh, what shall I do? And I'd had a shiatsu massage many, many, many moons ago and I thought, Maybe I'll become a shiatsu therapist. And you couldn't learn to do that in Adelaide. I phoned around and they said, no, no, we don't teach that. Right. They said, but you might like this other thing called naturopathy. Oh, okay then. <laughs> <laughs> so I wandered up to the college and <laughs> and, um, and trained to be a naturopath and nutritionist and herbalist. What does your boyfriend no. her, um, or, no. or husband by this stage think of this? Um, well, he was just like, you know, you're still bringing in the money to cover it. Do what you want to do. You're all good. Yeah. And um, and then some of the things he was a little bit like, mm, are you sure? And, um, and, but he never says anything, never said anything. And he just let me come to my own conclusions. And I just go, oh, no, that isn't really for me. Because I'm still really quite medical mm. in the way I look at things and feel about things. So, it was like, nah, that's not really me. And you know, but I could use the way we talk about that for something else. So I've integrated things in that I've learned that I don't actually use. Mm. But I've figured out, you know, I don't do iridology, but people say, well, Aren't you gonna look into my eyes? And I look into their eyes and go, Wow, you've got really good fibers. It shows an amazing constitution and I know that we can work really well together. <laughs> I learned to do it, but it was so long ago, I can't remember what goes on in the eyes. And I know people do it really, really well. And I don't want to mess with that. So I just integrate some of those lines into how I can make sure that my clients are on board and do what they, what I need them to do. Now, yeah. let's talk about your evolution from what this thing called naturopathy was to what you understand naturopathy is today. Well, I mean, I had no clue. I had absolutely no clue. I had eczema on my hands. I had terrible eczema from the hand washers yeah. in the hospitals. Yeah. And um, But I had no clue what it was. And I'd seen things in the hospital. People would come in and they'd, you know, and they'd say, well, they've got this, that, and the other wrong. And then you'd say, well, you know, why don't you do this or why don't you do that? And they'd say, oh, no, no. So, oh, the best example, diabetic ward when I was training. So this is 25 years ago. Yeah. And... The diabetics at night, we gave them a digestive biscuit and a glass of orange juice. Right. right? Every diabetic. So um, so they didn't have a hypo overnight. Yep. So and that was normal. And then every there was one guy there, and I went to give him his digestive and his orange juice, and he said, no, um, I've actually got nuts and seeds here, and I'm going to eat those. I was like, really? Wow. Okay, and they said, yeah, when, and then he had, we did his blood, blood in the daytime and his um, sugar was too high. He said, I'm going for a walk. I was like, really? But don't you, oh, okay. Oh, I don't know what to do now. Yeah, yeah. This is not. Outside and it's of so it. different, so different. So, of course, you come to naturopathy and it's like, well, let's look at the whole person because that's the other thing. There I was in the hospital and you're working in a specific area doing a specific thing. And that's all you're learning and that's all you're knowing. And that's, you know, yes, you're doing lots of other things too, but it's, you're getting really zoned in on one thing. 
And so that's why I liked working all over the hospital, because then I'd see all sorts of different things and work with all sorts of different problems. But you come to naturopathy and it's like whole person, you know, right back. When did this first start? What happened? Let's go. You know, I work a lot on timelines. And I get, you know, the students and I'm like, come on, what's the timeline with this? When did this happen? Oh, they had, you know, glandular fever when they were 17 and everything's been going. To, let's go right back to then and see what we can do. You know, is that still active? Whereas, you know, you don't do that in medicine so much. Um, it is, yes, it will happen then, but it's it's symptomatology now at this point. You know, yep. that's how medicine ends up sometimes. Yep. Not always and not with everyone, but that's what can happen. And whereas within naturopathy, we go, okay, right back here. What happened here? How can we go right back to first base and figure out from here? So that's why it takes so much longer. And we always, of course, say, you know, it's one month for every year you've had a problem for some sort of resolution. So if you've been, if you've got a chronic illness that you've had for 30 years, don't be thinking I've got the magic wand. Panadol ain't going to cut it. Mm. You know, it's we've got to go all the way back and we've got to look at all of these issues, everything you're taking, you know, your nutrition, changing, getting you on kale today won't get your bloods right tomorrow. No. You know, and um, and so that's what I really like about the naturopathy is it's this whole person, whole world, their whole world, because that's what you're looking at. You're looking at everything, you know, from their lifestyle, their environment, what they've done, where they've been. And, you know, I don't do loads of testing. I do very deep questioning and I get them to tell me all about themselves and find out about them because, yes, we can test, but we're going to miss certain things. And if it was the Epstein-Barr when they were 17 and they're now 35 and they've never been well since, will that come up on the bloods? So you're not, you know, every. Loads of people will come up on bloods to say, yes, they've been exposed. Yeah. But that's not going to say, yes, that's the problem. Yes, that's what we've got to deal with. Yes, that's where we have to go back yeah. to find out what the problem is. And that's what I like about naturopathy. It's, it's exciting because you've got this whole person and everything about them and all their life, their environment, everything. And that's, that's what I found so different. And, of course, it wasn't in stage. You know, a lot of what I was doing, fine, not in neonates, that was actually very positive, you know, premature babies, and that is really positive because you hand them to their mothers and off they go. And, you know, and yes, they'll have ongoing problems, some of them, but not all of them. And, um, but working in adult medicine, oh, you know, they're just getting worse. <laughs> Whereas working in naturopathy, they come to you and they go, okay, I mean, the doctors have just told me they can't do anything or, or yes, they can do something. It's just another medication. I don't want to take another medication. It's like, right, okay. And then they say, you know, the itch is gone. The rash is gone, Geraldine. You know, um, I could actually, you know, when I drove that 300 Ks to see you, Geraldine, I actually managed to drive back okay because I wasn't in so much pain. Like, no, we can do this online. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. Me. But, you know, it's like the these people have come all this way and then they're able to go back and, and call me and go, wow, I feel so much better. Yeah. Thank you. How do you overcome the, the our preponderance for a quick fix to get the patients oh. to focus on the long game? Oh, it is so hard, isn't it? And they're all different. So I always say to them, how long have you had this for? So did Panadol work? Because that works in four hours and I've got nothing called Panadol. Paracetamol. I've got nothing. Paracetamol, sorry, paracetamol. <laughs> um, I've got nothing that works in Pukatia is what I've been using for people instead, yeah. um, the herb. But, you know, it's 
it's so different and you have to say to them, this isn't, I haven't got an instant wand. Some things will work really quickly. You know, this magnesium is actually going to work really quite quickly for a number of your problems, but it's not going to work for all of them. And you also have to understand where they're coming from and what they want, their expectation is. So I always describe it as one of my first clients ever. She, um, she came. She had, I can't remember all the things she had wrong. She had like high blood pressure. She had, you know, she had pain. She had all sorts of things going on, mm. and she had rosacea. And so I took the high blood pressure and the pain and all of those things, and I worked on those. And at the third, she was due for a third appointment. She phoned a fourth appointment. It would have been because after the third appointment, she phoned. She said, "You haven't helped me at all." So what do you mean? I've got your blood pressure down. You're no longer in pain. You know, this is solved. That's solved. The other thing's solved. Mm. What do you mean? What, what, what? And she goes, well, you haven't sorted out my rosacea. Ah, oh, right. <laughs> and so it's you have to know where they're coming from. You have to know what their number one is. Because if I'd realized that her rosacea was her number one problem, I would have said to her, you know what? That is the last thing that's going to resolve. And we're looking at six months. If I can do it. You know, we have to get all these things under control and then we can start working on that because yeah. we have to work on your gut health and your skin health and both of those are long-term, you know, objectives. So I say to people, you have to come and see me three times and if by the third appointment we haven't had some resolution in some of your issues, then I'll refer you to somebody else. Was it that experience in the ward which sort of drew you to now do education as a main focus of your naturopathy? Well, Yes, in some of the things, in that um, in the UK, once you'd qualified, you had to do um, you had to do teaching in the practice setting. So it's um, an English nursing board training certificate. So I think there's you know training certificates here that you do um, for working in a practice setting and teaching. Right. And um, and so we had to do that. So you automatically start teaching in the restaurants. I'd always taught people. You know, you have to show the next person how to do something mm. before you quit. So I'd always, always, always done a lot of teaching and showing and educating. And, um, and of course, there is no – the nurses here and doctors here, physios, everybody here, when they qualify, they go out and they get a year of extra training. Probation. Really. Get, or, yeah. yeah, probation, a internship, graduate program, yeah, internship. Yeah. They get that support. And, um, and so, of course, when I qualified here as a naturopath, for me – after my nursing, it was relatively normal just to be thrown out the door, waved off and told, you can do it, girl. You know, you're all up. Go for it. But um, the then going onto the wards here and going, wow, these guys have got all the support. I have to support this person. You know, they had um, allocated mentors. They had time out to go and talk to them. They did all sorts of things. It was just like, wow, this is incredible. And then I, so I've always mentored. Mm. I've always, you know, people have asked me stuff and, I'm like, yeah, 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 I can help, you know, and we go through things. And and then about um, five, I think it was five, four, five years ago, I was on holiday in um, Port Douglas and I was lying on a sofa, on a girlfriend's sofa in her rental, which was absolutely gorgeous, unlike our rental. And um, and she had a book there by a mentor, Tara Mahair, an American, a New Yorker. And I started reading this book and it said, and of course, I'm all I'm thinking of is what course will I do next? How can I make my practice better by doing another course? like learning something else by doing something different. And um, and she said, women just keep on learning, whereas they should actually be out doing. And I thought, oh, that's a really good point. Oh, that's good. It's such a good point. You know, here we are, you know, it's like, and she said, you know, women will have a master's 
and earn the same as the bloke who's not even finished his degree yet. Yeah. You know, and things like that, because the bloke will go, yeah, I can just do the do- job. I've got the qualification. Off I go and do the job. Like, oh, I'm not sure. Am I qualified enough? Do I know enough? I better go and learn something else. And that's what I kept perpetually doing. Hmm. And um, and so there I was lying on the sofa reading this book, and then I put that down and I picked up Facebook, as you do. And, um, and on there, Endeavour had – there was a job. You know, hey, we need people in Adelaide um, lecturing. So I thought, oh. look, she's just said – Stop trying to overqualify yourself. Apply. I applied. Loved it. Of course, immediately started going into the mentoring role. You know, the new graduates said, Geraldine, help me with this. I'm going out to practice. What shall I do? Yeah. And so there was a lot of that. So I've got a number of people on my books over the years that I help out. And I was doing it with them the same way I'd done it with my lecturer, who I will give a shout out to, Ken King here in Adelaide. Yeah. Um, and I would drive down to him an hour. With all my case notes, I'd go through my clients and I'd drive back for an hour. Wow. Yeah, and it was just kidding. And that was, you know, and here's me still doing that with my students here saying, well, I'll meet you somewhere, we'll go through the case notes or come to me, come to my office, we'll go through the case notes. And then I was away, I was um, on retreat and on the retreat somebody asked me, oh, will you be my mentor? And I thought, I can't fit these people in. How am I going to do this? And um, it was one of Tammy Guest's retreats. And, yeah, yeah. and so it's so this huge, you know, because you've got a mentor. As soon as you take on a mentor, your life, your world just takes on this bigger opening, this bigger perspective. And I went, you know what? I could turn this into a group. This is the graduate program. This is like nursing. Right. If these people get this education for a year after they qualify, we get nothing. What if I was to try to create that for some of these people, mm. these people that really want to succeed, these people who are constantly going out and buying it and, you know, another course, whereas it isn't another course, they just need to be mentored through what they're doing. They just need that clinician who's there to help them with their cases so they feel confident with their cases. And so, and so, it's just been this culmination of all of these, you know, these steps. You sort of, and you end up tumbling down those steps and collecting everything along the way, and going, "Wow, look at the tumbleweed I've got here! It's a whole course." Yeah, <laughs> it's everything is just naturally flowed in and sorted itself out into the graduate program. But then, of course, you've only got so much reach with you. Mm, so, yes. what happened? <laughs> yes. So it all went online. So I've had to. I'm. Okay, I don't know. Do you remember carbon paper? Do you know <laughs> yes. carbon paper? You yes, paint? Yeah. and I remember microfish so, as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, microfish. They were great, weren't they? Telex. Have you ever done a telex? I sent telegrams when I was travelling home. I sent telegrams. Um, yeah, so anyway, so my office, when I see clients, I use, <laughs> I, I write, I handwrite. Yeah. And they get one copy Duplicate. and I have the other. I duplicate it and I have – so I've got paper files. And so then here's me. Right, I'm going to do a big group of people. How am I going to do that? Wow. <laughs> Into the world of technology. So um, <laughs> there has been a little bit of learning going on on my side, just to say the least. So we go going to – someone said, you know, you just use Zoom. 
oh, you put it all on Teachable. Oh, my God, all these things that people just know. I'm like, okay, I can do that. No worries at all. Mm. And um, so I do everything on Zoom. So all of my graduates are from everywhere. I've got someone in Tasmania. I've got quite a few in Brisbane. I've got them um, in Victoria. You know, so they're spread all over the place. And we meet um, 24 times a year for official lectures. So I have a subject. So we have the first term. Um, is paediatrics, second term is women's health, third term is men's health and organ systems, and the fourth term is their choice. So um, we're about to go into the fourth term because I've had my first lot of graduates are about to graduate. Yeah. And um, and so it's really cool actually because they've got to choose what they want. And then if and then um, Tara Nelson, who's part of my paediatric online summit, she's going to take one of the lectures Carla Wren you've just spoken to she's going ah, to take one of the lectures okay. and so you know so that's when I can get all these other people in who have these specialist areas and I can you know and then they share their knowledge as well so it's not they're not just getting me they're getting lots and lots of other people and other knowledge but they get me officially 24 times for for, for 24 official lectures and then we meet pretty much every week and we talk about their clients yeah and we go through their what they're who they're seeing what their problems are and we do that live on facebook i've done two lives this week really with my students in our closed group going through their clients so it means everybody else watches that and so everybody else upskills on each of those things too because then we're all sitting around googling it don't worry or I'm getting a specialist in, or I'm saying, well, let's break this down. Yeah. Because that's always the problem. People overthink everything. They don't break it down. It's like break this down and let's see where did this start. Let's timeline this. Let's have a look. Why did it happen? How is it happening? How are we continuing it to happen? What are we missing? And it's always what are we missing? There's always something there. What are we missing? Oh, look, you know, I had a client when I was training, Another doozy of a story. She didn't seem to be getting better. And I said, you know, you have a salad every week. You told me you have a salad every week. And she said, yeah. And I said, you know, I suggested apple cider vinegar. And I thought, yeah, no, well, the salad was a lettuce, tomato, pickle. And I said, well, have you tried, you know, olive oil, apple cider vinegar? You know, what are you putting on the salad? She said, well, it doesn't really go in the burger. (laughs) Oh, no. So, (laughs) so oh, no. so it's asking questions and breaking yeah. it down. And and that's the thing. So I've got these stories so that my my um, graduates don't feel that there is no question that's too small. Yeah, that's you right. You know, because I've done these things. I, you know, <laughs> I've sat there going, why aren't you getting any better? You seem to still be twitching and everything else. You know, you say you're only having one coffee a day. Yes, one coffee a day. So how much is that? How much coffee how is in the How big cup? is that coffee? Oh, yeah, how big is that coffee? Oh, no, it's a Turkish coffee in a one-litre pot. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's just like I've made those mistakes, and so I'm able to go through and reach with my graduates and say, well, let's – what is it we're missing? Where is it we're missing? And find those things. And that's and it just means you've got another brain. You've got a second brain around that can break things down with you um, that's done it mostly before, not yeah. everything, obviously, but I've done a lot of it. When you say you break up the year into various subjects, like mm. we're talking about naturopaths in practice, and let's mm. say you did the first term, as you mentioned, paediatrics. Mm. Um, 
when you're nursing or when you're in medicine or physio or something like that, you get access to the primary healthcare system. And yep. and once once you're concentrating on a system, a disease, whatever, yep. um, a, a population, you get to work with that disease area population. Mm. Not yep. so with clinic. How do you then get the expertise to retain what you learned and integrate it into your practice? How do these um, clinicians, um, you know, make it make it them? Well, we we use case studies, right? So they're my case studies. So if I haven't got a case study for the topic, or I think my case study is too boring, or too complex or too long, then I will get in another clinician to do the case study. So that's because. It's the practical application. Yeah. You know, I Absolutely. am the, you know, I'm a, I want to be able to assimilate all that research into practice, you know, and teach them what to do in a situation. So that means they have to have those resources that they can go back to any time. They, um, but that it's almost like they've been through the case. So they're breaking down that case. They've broken down a case for that particular problem. It means also I'm not in love with any one product. So it's, you know, I, yes, I have about 10 favorite companies um, and I use their products repeatedly. But, I mean, that can actually make it difficult in that I'll want zinc from one company, iron from another company, this, you know, um, magnesium from a different company, yep. <laughs> probiotic from a different company. Yeah. So you've got to have a good distributor, obviously. But it also means that, that my graduates then get everything across the board because I'm saying, well, if we do a weed and seed, these are all the companies that make weeders. We're doing a seed. This is all the companies that make seeders. These are, you know, that I know of all the available prebiotics. Also, then somebody go, oh, no, no, someone has got PhD. Right. You know, oh, wow. I add that to the list. Yeah. You know, because that's just come online. And so, because they're graduates, they're not students. So they have a base knowledge. So they're giving to the program too. So they're putting in as well as me because it's all of us. So when we do these case studies and we do these breakdowns, they all have so much to give. And they're not just naturopaths. There's nutritionists as well. So it's naturopaths and nutritionists are in the groups. And I'll, I'll separate them out when we do the breakdown. So the nutritionists will go together and the naturopaths will go together because the naturopaths obviously will come up with herbs and the nutritionists will come up with nutritionals and foods. So um, – so it's across the board, the whole group, and they're all learning so much from each other as well as from me. Sometimes I feel like a facilitator, and it's great. Well, it's you great know what? Mind. You know what? This it's comes great. up time and time again. Um, you know, when does the master become the student and also the yeah. the power of collaboration? You know, and it's the changing of the guard. You know, I've been doing this a long time, and my husband is now, he's going, oh, I'm going to retire. And since our daughter's in year 10. She's about to go into year 10 next yeah, year. Yeah. And then, so, you know, he's going, well, I'm retiring in five years. You know, are you coming with me? He's he's bought the, the big car to go travel around <laughs> Australia. And, um, you know, and it's like, were you coming with me or are you staying here seeing clients? <laughs> and I'm like going, oh, well, I'm going to have to share this information. I'm going to have to, you know, not only, yes, I want to keep learning. Of course I do. But how can I share all this knowledge mm. that I've got? Mm. and because there, there's, there seems to be a wonderful change going on mm. in naturopathy overall and nutrition and out there in our world of new, there's a new guard out there. There's new people, there's new ideas. We're sharing it in different ways. And, um, and there's lots of people coming through 
very, you know, the same system now, whereas we all came through different colleges, different systems before. Now there's only two options, I think, degree-wise. And um, and so t- we need this information from the old guard who came through different systems, Absolutely. who's learned in different ways and who've got this knowledge. So it's not just about, you know, reading the research. Yes, we love the research. Of course we do. But sometimes research just helps, you know, with my insomnia. Um <laughs> So, you know, <laughs> but that's when it's book on face, isn't it? <laughs> you're lying in bed and the book slaps you in the face as you yeah. fall asleep. Yeah, except of course that's now your device because all the everything's online, so it's mm. the device that yes. slaps you in the face. And um, but it's assimilating all that into practice and it's supporting these new graduates to do it. Yeah. And so everything I do is now. I mean, if I work out how often I see them. To how much I charge them. I think I went down. It came in at, at like sort of. They see me for like five bucks a time these days. Now that we're getting towards the end of the year, and um, but I love it. Yeah. So it doesn't bother me. You know, it's just I had a message this morning at, at you know at the hairdresser, and yep. um, saying I've got a case. Can we go through it before I see her on Friday? Yeah, okay, we can do that tomorrow afternoon. I'm not doing it today. Yeah. It's a birthday. But yeah, 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 we can do that tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. You know, I, I finish lecturing and then I've got a couple of clients and, and then I'll see you after that, you know. I'm seeing this real responsibility for the profession coming through and it, it, it reminds me of the expectations that like specialists have, for instance. They are, it's not a rule, but it's an expectation. Um, mm. that they go to, um, you know, poorer nations, for instance, and help out with the medical yeah. programs there. And and I, I, it's it's like, as you say, a changing of the guard. They teach yeah. um, operations and techniques and care to the caregivers in that country or in that um, community, and then that's yeah. passed on and shared. But you have other offerings as well. It's not just a program. <laughs> I do. You don't I have do, a life, I basically. Can't help myself. <laughs> no, I can't help myself really. It's um, yeah. I Tell do us about those. Some of my friends. So one, um, so at the beginning of the year, I did an NHAA thing here in Adelaide and realised that everybody was saying to me, "Are you kind? When are you bringing that to my town? When are you bringing that to my town?" I'm like, "Well, I'm not. I'm in Adelaide." <laughs> and then, um, and then people were saying to me, "Geraldine, paediatrics. You have to share. You have to share." And I'm like, "Well." Oh, I'm not travelling all over Australia until I'm grey brigade, you know. And then, yeah, then you might see me, but I'm not. I'm not getting on airplanes and off airplanes all the time. How am I going to do this? And so, the paediatric online summit has been born. And um, so on the 11th of November, and then, of course, I think to myself, oh, it'll be all weekend and it'll be lovely, and they can all do it from their own homes. And then I think, oh, why does it have to be all weekend? What you know, they're not travelling for this. Yeah, they'll, they'll be in their own homes. They'll be in their kitchens. On they'll be on their devices. They can be doing stuff and listening and watching. They just need time to go for a wee. So there's three fifteen-minute wee breaks all day. Right. <laughs> and the rest of it is solid paediatric education, and it's not just me. I'm just in the morning, yeah. and then afternoon I've got an amazing selection of speakers. So I've got um, Moira Bradfield, who you've interviewed. I before. know Moira. Yeah, she's going to talk about the vaginal microbiome in childhood. Yeah. There's um, Tara Nelson, who you don't know, but you will know. She's a mentor over in WA, and she looks at um, thyroid, and so she's presenting the hyperthyroid child. Mm-hmm. Amanda Mullenmeister, I believe you are going to meet very soon. Because she is, she works with eczema, and um, so she's presenting. And then I've got Nicole Top, which I 
think you might also be meeting very soon. Right. Anxiety. And um, and then I've got another local. I've got Robin Miller, who's talking about difficult eating behaviours in the disabled um, community, you know, child. And um, and Grace Miano, who's talking um, about pregnancy worries, concerns, and loss. So I've got this. So the afternoon is literally chocker, and it's and it's all live. Mm-hmm. Um, asterisks at the end of the word live there. Um, so I've asked them all to record their pieces, and then they will be live answering questions as they're talking. So that so the recording is going up, but they're actually there live so they can answer questions. And if they're long questions, there's a Q&A at the end of the day. So I've just decided it's too scary, the thought of the internet bubbling up from wherever they are in Australia and not behaving. And then people going, hang on, I've delegated this whole day to this and internet's not working. Yeah. So, and, um, and to top it, they have this thing called Internet in New Zealand. They have fibre there. They've had it for about 20 years. And um, so I'm actually, I've decided I'm going to go to New Zealand and deliver it from New Zealand. Right. Even though it's going to be in the Melbourne time zone Hmm. because I figure more people know that one than the Adelaide time zone. We have this precious half an hour that no one else has. Yeah. You're holding this on one day. What if, as you said, somebody's internet goes down, but the questions are going to be live. The lectures are pre-recorded. Yeah. Everything's pre-recorded and everything is saved as well. So they're going to get access to it for six months. Right. So no matter what happens on the day, you'll always get the lectures. But you, if if the world turns the wrong way, the, the very worst, you might miss out on the live question time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so and they're and they're all there, and you can type them up. And each of these um, speakers are all like, "Oh, yeah, they can contact me afterwards," because they're all so. I mean, the thing is, everyone I've asked, I just said to them, "Would you mind?" They're like, oh, "But you don't, you know, I'm not good enough." I'm like, "Yeah, you are. Yeah. You're amazing. <laughs> I've seen what you've done. I've seen how many people you've helped. You're incredible." Oh no, I'm too scared to do it. No, you're not. You're phenomenal. Record it first, so there's no glitches on the day. You'll be fine. And so they've all said, oh, yeah, if there's a problem, you know, they can just contact. If they've got a question, they can just email me. Can they do that afterwards, Geraldine? I'm like, of course they yeah. can. You know, so it's just it's people who are successful in practice. They're people who are in practice doing the job. They're successful. They know what they're doing. And they're the people I've asked to talk. And um, and they all said yes. And it's it's going to be amazing. It's going to be full on. <laughs> A well, whole it day. But it's also uh, a big, it's a big topic. Like pediatrics is oh. not a light topic, nor is it a, no. a very constrained topic. Like pediatrics no. is basically anything from neonates to under 16. Yeah. Um, so we've, so what's we the have focus? tried for the younger, we've tried for the, so I've just right. gone for the younger child on this one. So, um, you know, the Grace is talking about pregnancies, worries and concerns. So she's sort of, you know, we've got that little bit at the beginning there with there's going to be a little bit on the baby but it's really the young child this time around I figure we're going to do this most years we'll do it again next year Mm -hmm. and we'll just make that child a little bit older next year and then a little bit older the following year (laughs) follow them through we'll come back to the beginning again and because there is so much to cover there is so much to cover and that's why it's ended up as 10 hours so then I thought well if I do this pediatric summit I could set up a scholarship fund for anyone who's qualified at any point post-qualification. Yeah. There's no specifics. And for them to do continuing education. That's and awesome. So, 
So that's what I've done with the Pediatric Online Summit. So obviously this is the first time, mm. you know, I've had an online summit and it's the first time therefore money will be going into the um, scholarship fund. So it's not very big yet. And so, But yeah, afterwards anyone can apply and if I keep doing it every year, hopefully the scholarship fund, because 10% of profits will go in, the scholarship fund will get more and more and more and I'll be able to support more and more and more people with their continuing education. I think the big one is they've got to get the the expertise of people who have already done mm. that to be able to yeah. be proficient in their profession, to be able to then yes. practice with their patients in a responsible yes. manner, to therefore develop their clinic, to therefore make a successful yes. clinic, to therefore finance things. And that That's this is right. the roundabout. This is the whole thing about it all starts, mm. as you have poignantly explained, with sharing and it's sharing mm. your expertise. We've got to share. And Admittedly, yes, I'm sharing with obviously a selected few because they're the ones who are paying to come to these things and paying to go onto my course, but they're also the ones who want that support yep. and who realise that being part of the tribe, because it is, it's about having people that you can, that are there to support you as a whole group. Mm. You know, it's not just me, it's everyone within my group and they're all amazing. Yeah. And getting them to understand that they are amazing and that they have so much to give is part of what I do, you know, because they have. They've got so much to give. Yeah. And they're an incredible group of people. Well, I'm going so. to I'm going to gainsay you there. You are mm. actually quite special and different. And um, uh, <laughs> I know I'm different. Well, <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. But I do. I really thank you, like for for what you're, you're what you've done and what you're doing in the future. It really, it's it's much needed. And you're doing it in a way which really fosters this, um, you know, sharing and caring approach. Um, but it also helps naturopaths to upskill in a responsible manner. Well done. And, well, thank you for getting behind it as well. And thank you for helping me out. It's just wonderful that I can share in this way and be on FX Med and share and say to people, hey, we can do this. We are a profession. We are really good at what we do. And when we're not, we refer. Yeah, that's right. Geraldine Headley, thank you so much for joining us on FX Medicine today. Thank you, Andrew. It's been wonderful. This is FX Medicine. I'm Andrew Whitfield-Cook. What if you could hang out in an epic location with an awesome, like-minded practitioner tribe, having extraordinary experiences with a community of leaders, innovators and visionaries all sharing their wisdom to move our profession forward? It all starts with the Naturpreneur Experience, a professional development conference like no other for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists and practitioners. Check out NatX2019 at tammyguest.com for more details.